Hello and welcome to The Beef Age, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this week's episode, I'm joined by suckler farmer Michael Flynn from County Waterford to discuss his beef farm system and find out how he's managing winter fodder crops on his farm this time of year. Many farmers will be beginning to transition stock onto fodder crops over the coming days for stock are to be grazed over the winter months. Managing this transition needs to be carefully considered. I first asked Michael, what farming system do you operate? I operate a suckler to finish all stock. Um, I keep uh, 30 cows and I finish bulls under 16 months and heifers off grass at 24 months. I'll calf in, I start calving in June and July. You're bringing all stock to finish. What are your key targets for finishing the bulls under 16 months? Well, I'll be trying to get them out early after the first, first winter and um, push them on and grass and start feeding them about four to six weeks before housing and generally try to have them housed before the end of June. And the plan would be to have them gone before animals have to come in, which is at the end of October, which does has me under the 16 months. And how much meal are you starting them on when you bring them in in June? I'd be probably building them up to three kilos outside and kind of keep it at a level plane for a while starting off when they're indoors until they're used with the change of diet into the, with the silage. And what kind of targets are you achieving on the bulls when they finish at 16 months? Well, the last last that went uh, this year now, the, the average 450 kilos. That was very, very good. Yeah. And what are the key targets you're achieving on the heifers that you're finishing under 24 months of grass? Well, they average around 360 kilos. Um, again, it's like uh, with the system I have, as whalens, the heifers tend to be pushed out early on grass. So generally they start at February. And then they generally are the first to be housed come the following October and try to have them out by fe- end of February as year and a half. And again, start feeding them about four, four, six to four weeks, maybe more four weeks before finishing. So to have them gone by June, end of June, start of July, when I, the calving be in full swing, so I have more ground for the cows and calves. Michael, what is your breeding program on the farm? I use a Shirley, Shirley bull. Uh, he runs with the cows from the second or last week of August to the mid-October. I, with finishing bulls, I try to keep it tight as I can. That's great. And you have been sowing fodder crops on your farm for the past number of years. These crops have a potential to serve a number of functions on the farm. Why are you sowing fodder crops? Well, uh, you generally use it on the fields that uh, the grass is uh, old or not doing well. So I use it as a system for reseeding and also kind of once you go down the line of a forage crop, you're, you have to reseed. So it kind of gives you a focus to pick out the fields you need to be done. Uh, generally, I will try to f- pick a fields close to roadways and I find it good for animals outdoors that uh, be healthy for the winter. And there's often a fear among farmers as to when to start grazing it in case of nitrogen poisoning or fear that you'd run out of the fodder crop too early in the spring. How are you deciding when you're going to start grazing it this winter? Generally, um, down this side of the country, there'd be a bit of grass about. So generally to the end of November, 
I'd be moving the animals in. Again, weather dependent, and um, generally it would last for two months. So I'd be starting end of November and hopefully get to the end of um, January. And even if the weather wasn't right and the crop was all gone, I still would feed silage outdoors to them to maintain them until the grass was there. And how have you managed cows grazing the crop in the past? I would have done it in the past on occasions when um, the, I had plenty of the crop and the weather was good. And again, it was close to roadways. And that allowed me just to bring out the cows on and off grazing like for a couple of hours and bring them back in the evening. Uh, I did run into a problem one of the first years I did it with lameness, which um, make out was just due to the maybe put them out in ground that was too wet. And the long walk back in on the roadway, perhaps. And you've also grazed weanlands on the fodder crops for a number of years. How have you managed weanlands on the fodder crops? I managed well. I used this calf in the spring, so there'd be, you know, eight, nine-month-old weanlands on it. And just a double strand of the, on the reel. And once they're kind of trained into that and you've good shock, you can, can control them fairly well. And... Again, silage and uh, meal as well. And you mentioned having a good shock in the fence. What kind of a fence are you using? Uh, elephant fence. And uh, thankfully, it's a very good shock. And um, it seems to have worked well now the last couple of years. And I suppose just to keep the briars and whatever off it, so it's keeping from hurting. Uh, and then I generally kind of try and direct all the shock towards the field where the current uh, is needed. And that helps as well. And in relation to grazing it with the fence, what way do you graze the crop on the longer side of the field or narrower side or diagonally in the field? Uh, generally just uh, across the field, uh, not necessarily the longest, more often, the, depend on the number of animals in it, the shortest maybe. And again, if you generally feel that might ha would have ditches that would give shelter to the animals. And this year, what do you intend to graze the fodder crop with? Uh, in calf heifers, I have uh, 13 animals. Um, they were bought in the start of August, so they were AI'd at the end of August, and then the Shirley Bulldogs followed up at the end to catch any repeats. Um, kind of by, from a bias security, and also just handy having that group together, decided to leave them out. And you grazed replacement heifers on that parcel as well last year. How did they perform? They did well, as wet as the winter was. I, last year, I had, uh, it was three acres of forage rape I had, and it was in a large field that I had a, a kind of run back for the heifers, which I was able to get away with, with considering how bad the soil conditions were for a while last year. And what difference do you think it makes keeping them outdoors versus if they were housed indoors? Well, I think to be healthier. Um, like at the moment, they're still out grazing away and they're content and hopefully on the forage rapes they remain content. And do you find there's a lot of labour involved in using the forage rape over the winter months? Just the daily work that needs to be done. That's probably the same amount of time we would take to do inside the house. It'd take about a half an hour between shifting the wire and moving around feeder for the build of silage. As you start to transition these heifers from grass onto the fodder crop, how will you introduce these heifers onto the crop? Uh, gradually, I would give them a small amount the first couple of days. 
and then introduce a wider strip and onto silage then. Total forage crop proportion of the diet, you won't be exceeding really two thirds of the diet on a dry matter basis. And you mentioned you're going to be feeding silage. How will you feed silage? I feed it, I would have uh, the bales already out in the field and it's a matter of ro moving the circular feeder onto the fresh bale each time as I move the wire. And in relation to minerals, Michael, what do you do with regard minerals on the fodder crop? Well, put out buckets, mineral buckets, generally kind of pre-carving buckets that would uh, suffice. And you mentioned you're going to have it hopefully grazed by the end of January, but there is a risk of toxicity in the spring when the crop starts to flower. How did you manage this over the past number of years? Well, last year I had no bother because the crop had just finished by the time the flowers were starting to come. Other years that it happened that I, I would have to put out, when I had the wheelings on the forage rape, I used to put out the cows. I was lucky that the wheelings were grazing from one side and I was able to bring out the cows from the shed from the other. And that got through the crop faster. You just increased the stocking rate on it just to get through yeah. it at the very end? Yeah. And there's often a word of caution to be careful not to graze these fodder crops when they're frozen or when there's low temperatures. What do you do if there's freezing weather conditions in the coming months? Well, if they're like a hard frost like this morning, I generally wouldn't feed until the afternoon, shift the wire. And if it was completely frozen like we had a couple of years ago, I would just feed silage. Some great tips and advice there, Michael, and thanks very much for sharing your experience of grazing fodder crops over the past number of years. No problem. Thanks. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Michael for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our beef program, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.